This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues Podcast. Here's your daily industry news briefing for January 27th. As many as 42 states could introduce bills this year to limit or change prior authorization processes. That's according to Miranda Motter, who is AHIP's Vice President of State Affairs. She told Axios that January 27th. So far, 26 bills have been introduced in 16 states, according to the Axios report. Prior authorization reforms have been targeted by states in recent years. Texas passed a gold card law in 2021. Under that law, physicians who have a 90% prior authorization approval rate over a six-month period on certain services are exempt from prior authorization requirements for those services. Rules for that law went into effect in October. In 2022, Louisiana and Michigan also passed gold card legislation, and others like Mississippi are looking to do the same this year. Payers have called gold cards a mixed bag, according to a November survey from AHIP, the industry lobbying trade group. 46% of payers surveyed said gold gold cards have reduced administrative burdens and improved provider satisfaction, but a third said that such programs are administratively difficult to implement. New Jersey lawmakers are weighing a change to existing law to reduce the time payers can take to approve or deny a claim from 15 days to one day. Prior authorization reforms could also be handed down at the federal level this year. CMS in December issued a proposed rule it says will streamline the prior authorization process. Federal officials also held a listening session with providers on that proposed rule on January 17th. Cigna is suing former executive Amy Bricker and CVS Health, alleging her departure to the rival violated a non-compete agreement. That's according to a federal lawsuit filed in Missouri January 26th. Ms. Bricker served as president of Cigna's pharmacy benefit manager, Express Scripts. She resigned January 10th to take an executive leadership role with Cigna's chief competitor, CVS, according to the lawsuit. Ms. Bricker is slated to start as CVS's executive vice president and chief product officer, Consumer, in February. Cigna alleges that CVS's hiring of Ms. Bricker puts its trade secrets at risk. Cigna is asking a federal court in St. Louis to block her from starting her new position. Express Scripts beat CVS last year for a PBM contract with Centene. Ms. Bricker led Express Scripts' efforts, which led to a, quote, high six-figure spot bonus, according to the lawsuit. A CVS spokesperson told Beckers the company does not comment on legal proceedings, and Cigna did not immediately respond to a request for comment. The Federal Trade Commission is reviewing United Health Group's planned purchase of home health firm LHC Group under a potential vertical harm theory. That's according to a January 26 Seeking Alpha report that cited traders and a capital forum report. The federal agency is expected to conclude gathering information around the proposal soon, and United Health has hired an attorney that represented it during the antitrust trial over its change healthcare purchase last year. CTFN said in a January 18th report that the deal may receive unconditional approval from the FTC. United Health's Optum agreed to buy Lafayette, Louisiana-based LHC in late March in a $5.4 billion deal. In June, the FTC requested additional information regarding that proposed acquisition. In December, the company said they had complied and expected the deal to close in the first quarter of this year. The termination date for the agreement was also extended until March. Beckers has reached out to United Health Group for comment. And finally, CMS will allow Medicaid and CHIP funds to treat people in prisons, jails, and youth correctional facilities for the first time ever in the nation, but in California. The move will provide a set of critical release services and improve access to needed care for people returning home from jails and prisons. 
Medi-Cal will be able to cover behavioral health services and substance use treatment before an incarcerated Medicaid beneficiary is released. The state will also be able to help connect the individual to community-based Medicaid providers 90 days before their release to ensure they can continue treatment after returning to the community. As part of that plan, California will increase provider and Medicaid managed care payments in obstetrics, primary care, and behavioral health as a condition to receive designated state health program funding. If you'd like the latest payer and healthcare industry news, delivered your inbox every morning. Subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.